the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 9th of August, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka's our president, Dr. Mukhyamantri Chandru, has urged CM Siddharamaya to take stringent measures against Agriculture Minister N. Chalavaraya Swami, who faces bribery allegations. In a letter, Chandru emphasized the people's desire for a corruption-free government and expressed concern about recent transfer scandals and delayed contractor payments. He questioned the administration's integrity following a corruption complaint against Chalavaraya Swami. In other headlines, Karnataka's Higher Education Minister M.C. Sudhakar led efforts to replace the NEP with a state-specific policy. Struggling state-run universities face financial constraints and human resource shortages. In an interview, he discussed the plan. A new policy is being framed involving an expert committee, rupees 2,500 crores required for infrastructure enhancement in HEIs. Existing universities' finances and academics will be evaluated before considering new universities given the resource crunch. In some more news, the Karnataka High Court declared that belittling a man by his wife or his dark skin constitutes cruelty. The court granted a divorce based on this reason as a recent judgment revealed. The couple married in 2007 in Bengaluru but the husband sought a divorce in 2012. The court justified the dissolution of the marriage under Section 13IA of the Hindu Marriage Act. Up next, Nama Metro's daily ridership has consistently surged over the past four months, hitting a record 6.11 lakhs. Strong patronage led to over 6.2 lakh riders per day for 17 days. Compared to January, July saw a 16% increase in ridership. Although Bangalore Metro Rail Corporation Limited touted the rise as a sign of the metro's efficiency, critics argue it's underperforming. Experts suggest optimizing operations and extending timings for even greater ridership potential. Now on to other news. Karnataka's farmers carried a collective debt of Rs 1.81 lakh crores as per Union Finance Ministry data. This ranks third highest among states with Tamil Nadu Rs 3.47 lakh crores and Andhra Pradesh Rs 2.43 lakh crores leading. These states also top the list for rural accounts with outstanding loans. The data reflects formal credit from commercial and cooperative banks and rural banks but no insight was given on loan write-offs. Moving on, BBMP under the brand Bengaluru Initiative conducted a workshop at Srishti Manipal Institute of Design and Technology, gathering innovative suggestions from students. Proposals include enhancing spaces under flyovers, new parking facilities, increased public playgrounds, educational kiosks for migrant labourers' children and preserving historical sites. BBMP Special Commissioner Finance Jairam Raipura attended the event. Meanwhile, starting in September, the health department will launch a pilot of two new contraceptives, an implant Implanon and an injection Antara, across four districts aided by WHO. These additions to the National Family Planning Programme aim to enhance contraceptive adoption and minimize maternal and infant mortality. The implant will be available in KC General and Vani Vilas Hospitals in Bengaluru. 
On a different note, researchers in IISC Bengaluru have developed an upcycling method to enhance the durability of recycled plastic, addressing a challenge in plastic waste recycling. Current recycling efforts result in weaker plastic with a shortened lifespan. IISC's technique transforms post-consumer recycled acrylonitride butadiene styrene copolymer into ABS vitrimer, maintaining plastic qualities across multiple recycling cycles. The innovation could reduce landfill pressure. The researchers, led by Professor Surya Sarathi Bose, have filed for a patent for the process. National news. Moving on to the national news. Kerala CM Pinarayi Vijayan introduced a resolution in the State Assembly opposing the BJP-led central government's push for a uniform civil code. The Congress-led opposition UDF suggested changes supporting the left government's stance. Vijayan termed the UCC implementation as unilateral and hasty, expressing the Assembly's concern. The CPIM-led government's move aligns with ongoing campaigns against the UCC by both the ruling left and the opposition UDF. Meanwhile, Trinamool Congress MP Derek O'Brien was suspended for the monsoon session by Rajya Sabha Chairman Jagdeep Dankar. Leader of the House Piyush Goel moved a motion citing Derek's unruly behaviour unbecoming of a member. Derek's suspension followed his disagreement on discussing Manipur's topic as proposed by the ruling side. Dankar criticised Derek's misuse of a point of order for speech. In more news, the Supreme Court has taken charge of monitoring cases of violence against women in Manipur's ethnic conflicts. It ordered the creation of a high-powered committee comprising three retired women High Court judges to assess the effectiveness of rescue, relief and rehabilitation efforts. A bench led by Chief Justice Dhananjaya Y. Chandrachud aims to bring objectivity in the investigation, faith and rule of law to the scrutiny of government actions in quelling sectarian clashes since May. Shifting our focus, the Directorate-General of Civil Aviation has added 166 passengers to the no-fly list since 2021, with bans for unruly behaviour during flights. Union Minister of State for Civil Aviation, General V.K. Singh, retired, shared the information in the Rajya Sabha. Scheduled Indian carriers carried around 3 crores 85 lakhs 89,193 passengers for domestic operations from 2020-21 to June 2023. Additionally, the fleet size of endorsed aircraft on air operator certificates grew to 729 aircrafts in 2023. International news. Turning our attention to international news, heavy overnight rainfall has flooded Kathmandu's roads and temples with Bagmati and Bishnumati rivers overflowing into residential zones. Flooded corridors and roads disrupted traffic and prompted authorities to warn of potential embankment breaches. Nepal is predicted to experience more rain due to the northward shift of the monsoon's low-pressure trough, according to the Meteorological Forecasting Division. In ongoing news, Vacharesan Vivachara Wongse, Thailand's king Maha Vajira Longkorn's second eldest son, made an unexpected return to the country after 27 years. He visited an underprivileged family childcare centre in Bangkok, backed by the royal family, amidst a challenging period for the Thai royal family. Currently based in New York and employed at a law firm, Vacharesan's casual visit comes as the king's eldest daughter remains in a coma. In a recent development, due to the discovery of a World War II-era bomb, Dusseldorf, Germany urged its 13,000 inhabitants to evacuate temporarily. A one-ton unexploded shell was found near the city zoo, prompting a police and bomb squad operation. Residents within a 500-metre radius were required to leave, leading to temporary road closures. The completion of disposal and lifting of restrictions are yet to be confirmed. 
In some other news, July was marked the hottest month ever documented globally as confirmed by the EU's climate observatory Copernicus. Elevated by widespread heat waves and fires, the month's average temperature of 16.63 degrees Celsius exceeded the prior record set in 2019 by 0.33 degrees Celsius. Notably, the month was 0.72 degrees Celsius warmer than the July average from 1991 to 2020. The observatory linked this trend to about 1.2 degrees Celsius of global warming with heightened heat waves and extreme weather events. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The income tax The department is allegedly sending notices to employees who earned extra income beyond their regular wages but omitted it in their returns. Many IT, accounting and management professionals receive payments from multiple companies with some instances showing moonlighting income surpassing regular pay as per several reports. In more business news, consumer credit card debt in the US has surged to a historic high of 1 trillion dollars as revealed by the US Federal Reserve's data. The week ending July 26 saw the figure surpass the 992.6 billion dollar mark in June 2023 and January 2023 recorded credit card debt at 950.1 billion dollars. Next up in some tech news, Britain's data regulator is scrutinizing Snapchat's efforts to remove underage users with concerns over compliance with UK data protection law. Snapchat's parent company Snap reportedly removed only a few under 13 users in Britain last year. Despite requiring users to be 13 or older, social media platforms face challenges in keeping children off their sites. Snapchat hasn't disclosed specific measures to address this. Moving on, Neuralink, Elon Musk's brain chip venture, has garnered 280 million dollars in funding primarily from Peter Thiel's Founders Fund, following approval for its maiden in-human clinical trial. The startup hasn't disclosed the funding's valuation, but expressed enthusiasm about its forthcoming journey in a post on X. In market news for August 9th, the Sensex experienced a decline of 126.78 points, equivalent to 0.19%, resting at 65,826.70. Similarly, the Nifty dropped by 29.10 points or 0.15% to reach 19,568.20. Among the listed shares, 1,592 witnessed an advance, 1,558 declined, while 119 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee faced depreciation due to a stronger dollar and a subdued sentiment in the domestic markets. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actor filmmaker Farhan Akhtar surprised fans with a teaser for Dawn 3, hinting at Shah Rukh Khan's possible absence from the titular role. The teaser showcases the number 3, reminiscent of the franchise's style, accompanied by a revamped version of the Main Who Dawn track. Speculation arises from the tagline A New Era Begins, with reports suggesting Ranveer Singh could replace Khan. In news from Hollywood, actor Natalie Portman and choreographer Benjamin Millipede have ended their 11-year marriage amid reports of his alleged affair with Camille Etienne. Speculation grew when Natalie was spotted without her wedding ring. An insider shared that they were attempting to salvage their relationship after the affair revelation, but are currently estranged. They have two children, LF12 and Amalia 6. 
Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Rajnikanth's upcoming film Jailer marks his return after a two-year hiatus. As anticipation builds, companies in Chennai and Bengaluru are reportedly granting leave to employees on the movie's release day, with some firms even distributing complimentary tickets. Directed by Nelson Dilip Kumar, Jailer is scheduled to hit theatres on August 10th. Jailer also stars Shivaraj Kumar, Tamanna Bhatia, Ramya Krishnan and Yogi Babu, among others. In sports news, former Indian cricketer Dodda Ganesh defended India head coach Rahul Dravid against criticism surrounding the team's T20I series performance against West Indies. Ganesh urged people to stop blaming Dravid for everything and highlighted that he wasn't responsible for the captain's tactical decisions. He noted that Dravid has become an easy target due to his reserved media presence and clarified his limited role in certain aspects of the team's performance. In more sports updates ahead of the Men's Asian Champions Trophy, Indian men's hockey captain Harman Preet Singh anticipates a high-intensity clash against Pakistan. He stressed the importance of executing their game plan and being tactically smart to secure victory. The Indian team remains undefeated in the tournament, having recorded three wins and a draw in four matches so far. Wrapping up sports news discussing world number one Carlos Alcaraz and Novak Djokovic, former American tennis player Spencer Segura opined that Alcaraz is the one who will continue to enhance his skills. Segura expressed that Alcaraz possesses unique shots and exceptional court control. He also noted that Alcaraz's backhand stands out as his stronger shot compared to Djokovic's, suggesting that the young player's potential is significant. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Catch the insanely funny Akash Raut as he headlines his latest special, Gharka Bada Beta, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 13th of August at 5.30pm. Enjoy a relaxing art class in an exclusive acrylic on canvas workshop in collaboration with Crimson Petal Art School, happening at the Dialogues Cafe, Koramangla 4th Block, on the 12th of August at 3.30 pm. Witness an extraordinary musical event, Bandi Mantram Battle of Bands, happening live at the Bharatiya Mall, Tanisandra Main Road, on the 12th of August at 11 am. Popular musical duo Lost Stories returned to the city in their latest show, Echoes of the Night, performing live at the WL Superclub HSR Layout on the 12th of August at 7pm. You can also catch Ace resident comic Sai Kiran in his latest outing in the city, Matrimania, performing live at the Jagriti Theatre Whitefield on the 12th of August at 7.30pm. Bengaluru weather. In a general weather update for the country, IMD alerts are in effect for various Indian states. Uttarakhand remains rain-battered with a yellow alert predicting heavy rainfall till August 10th and some districts on orange alert for August 12th. West Bengal, Sikkim and Jharkhand anticipate continued rainfall. Northeast India will also experience isolated heavy to very heavy rainfall in the coming week. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On August 9th, it will be mainly cloudy weather in the city. The temperature range will vary from a warm 30 degrees Celsius to a pleasant 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index considering humidity is forecasted at 34 degrees Celsius. The heat index values are based on light wind and shaded locations. The day's peak temperature is expected to exceed the usual August high of 27.5 degrees Celsius. 
That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast, powered by Spooler.